Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's my show. Hey. Put a little bit. I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey. Put a little bit. Put a little bit more in there, cowboy. And the bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, fans here, to some extent or another, suffering through last night's AFC Championship. Bengals at Chiefs right away. The Chiefs get pressure on Joe Burrow, and everybody in Buffalo went, all right, where was that uh, <laughs> last week? Yep. You know, Burrow, their two best, I think, Pass plays were just just heaves into double coverage. Higgins right. for the touchdown. The fourth down play to chase. And fourth yeah. and six to chase. I mean, that was yeah. nice. Fourth and six, you go. Uh, but really, like <laughs> it's kind of the same. They both just jumped before their coverage yeah. guys did, before the DBs did, and made those plays. And that's something Davis can do. Like, that's yeah. not, it's not that the Bills don't have a guy who yeah. can do that. You know. Yeah, I I mostly I said to lead off the show a couple hours ago, like I, I was I was in a in a spot I'd never been before, like really frustrated watching the game. Um, but, you know, I, of course, stayed there and watched it. But I was just it, like you're saying, like right away, they're getting to burrow. How come I couldn't do that? Oh, look, look at the look at the Chiefs playing up on the Bengals receivers. Huh, huh. Uh, like so that was annoying. Um, but like on the flip side, all the criticism of it's third and two. Why are you throwing it long? Like, did you notice like the Eagles then that catch shouldn't have counted that long one to Smith early in the game, but that was fourth down. Was it not? That was fourth down. Yeah. Bomb down the sideline, you know, sets them up. I mean, again, they got the benefit of the sky ref. I don't know talking to his DoorDash driver or something. I don't know, but they, they didn't notice that. Um, so, you know, they, they, they made out. But this this play last night, the the long pass to Chase, fourth down, like they're not just going to the sticks. <laughs> like, like here, we, here right. we go. I'm going to my guy downfield. And that even is, you know, more questionable when it's double covered and it's obvious it is. That's just this is my guy. And you had to maybe think, if you're a Bills fan, of Stephon Diggs being frustrated not getting the ball. Well, that's a good point. Kind of makes you understand where he was at. Yeah. I I have not gotten all the way to this year, as, as much as we've talked. It's kind of every day. Uh, did not really get to, okay, more digs. You know, it, it came up, and you saw him look upset at different times this year, but, yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> I think, actually, that is right. Just sort of... Flashing back to like the Watkins years and just how yeah. do you, how do you have this player, especially what you paid for him, and not throw it to him all the time? But you know, the Bengals yeah. last night, the first play was like a quick, almost lateral to chase. I think that's it. they did the same thing last week. 
at their first play, I, my wife had to walk out of the room because I'm like, this is what you do. This, this is Jamar Chase. Hi. I, here's the first play of the game to you. Pick up a few yards. You're in the game. And like this, we're not going to have a game here where it's halftime and Diggs doesn't have a target or something. Like just right away, I don't want to use establish because that to me is kind of silly, but you just want to get the ball to your best guy. And so they did that um, in that pretty simple, easy way. You know what I am thinking about, though? Unless you have something else on uh, Burrow or the Bengals. No, I, I, I it, it just sprang to mind that one of the most damaging, you know, important plays against the Bills this year was the fourth and eighteen Minnesota play, and the story goes on that that Cousins just told Jefferson, "I'm coming to you." That's it. Like it's fourth and eighteen. We're fighting for our lives here. I'm going to throw it to you. And he's got a reputation for not wanting to do that. How did their season end in the playoffs, right? Is a check down on 4th and 8 or 4th and 12 or whatever it was against the Giants. Um, right. But but here, it, there there's a play. Like, I, I don't care how many guys are on you. I'm throwing it where you are. And he did. And, you know, of course, it took an all-world play, but it got made. So just more more evidence to support the, like, Diggs having a beef, I guess. I like it. I like that a lot. 803-0550 for your calls. The game, the refs, whatever. Uh, it's really not whatever. Like, just not anything goes. But a lot of different, you know, tie it, tie it together. Tie it in. Where do the bills go from here? Just like what we're talking about. I just want to sort of look at this here for a second. What I am thinking about is, okay, it's over now, the AFC. Kansas City wins. So in five years, Mahomes, since he became the starter, in five years, they have been to the AFC Championship five times, all at home. They hosted all five of those games. They didn't have to go to Atlanta or, for that matter, Buffalo or Cincinnati. They hosted mm-hmm. the game five times in a row. That's a, Four is a record. They made it five yesterday. And he has now made the Super Bowl for the third time in six years in the league, but five years playing. He's on to his third Super Bowl, and he'll have won, whenever they announce it, his second MVP. Burrow, I'm already hating this. Uh, Burrow, Mm -hmm. two AFC championships in a row, won one. Man, yesterday was was tough, but it's a loss, right? That's what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. Allen, one AFC championship. Did he finish second for the MVP? Maybe twice. I don't know. Ooh, I don't. I, I don't keep track of who finishes second. Nobody remembers who. This is me not knowing who finished second. This is All me right. doing that. Way to, way to go, King Loser. Yeah. No. I, I honestly don't know. I'm sorry. I don't think Burrow has a has a top two for the MVP. He probably won't have one this year. I guess he could. I'm using the AP one, not the the other mm-hmm. one. Jackson has an MVP, but no championship game appearances. I don't know. I'm not trying to build an argument like against Allen. I'm not like I just like no. But you're you're look you're I, we were talking about it last week. I'm like I don't like saying it either, but and, and I think mostly because I think it gets it can get exaggerated. But 
Part of the reason I was trying to explain this to him, <laughs> do you remember last week I was talking about that? I don't want the Bengals to seem like they're getting further ahead of me. They are, they are, they, 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 they're ahead of you. They beat you in your own place in the playoffs. They've been to the AFC title game now twice in a row, and you haven't been back since the first year you kind of broke through with Allen in 20. So they're plainly ahead of you. But I didn't want them to win and go to a second straight Super Bowl because I'm already chasing Kansas City and I have not caught them yet. And I don't want Cincinnati to get like, you know, so far ahead of me that I'm like, you know, so I was rooting for Kansas City in part for that. And I was trying to explain this to my wife. Um, but all that said, it, it, you know, we'll see how the offseason goes and how the, what the reviews are for what everyone does to try to keep putting their best foot forward here to stay on this contending plane that the Bengals, Chiefs, and Bills are all on. But with Burrow breaking through like he has the last two years, I mean, he's only in his third year, and he was injured for a lot of his first year. So his two years that he's played, he's tracking like Mahomes is. You know, he's been to the AFC title both years. He played full seasons. And so you're at the risk of them turning into Mahomes and Burrow turning into Brady and Manning, and you're left hoping maybe you're Ben Roethlisberger. Because you don't want to be Rivers. Right, because Rivers never even got there. At least Roethlisberger, like, won a couple, and, like, you know, they had appearances. uh, But still, you know who the kingpins were. There was the other two guys. And I'm not saying this has to hold for life or anything, but right now... That's how it's tracking. I mean, Burrow has, again, two two full seasons, two AFC championship game appearances, one win. He's ahead of you. I'm sorry. That's how it goes. He is. Here's Joe with us. Hi, Joe. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, you guys were just talking about going for it long on, you know, throwing the ball deep on third and fourth down. And for some reason, that brought to my mind, do you remember the line in Bull Durham? where they were talking about the difference between a guy batting 300 and a guy batting like 250 or whatever, and they were like, that's one more broken bat single like every other game or something, or one more loop over the infield. Mm -hmm. I think if Josh just took like four or five more checkdowns a game, his numbers would skyrocket, you know, percentage-wise and win-wise. I don't know about wins. I mean, his completion percentage would go up, but – the the money is made throwing the ball down the field like that. That's how the Bills have won so many games. That's why Allen is so valuable. That's why Mahomes and Burrow are so valuable. It's the downfield element that they're not checkdown guys. They're not guys who are limited in that way. So you know, I hear you, Joe, but I still need the Bills to be a team that is going to push it like these guys are, and and the Eagles. I, I mean, yeah, that's what they do too. I think I need to find some balance there, and I think it got, for me, it maybe got too out of whack. Um, because, right, I mean, if you, you got to be careful what you wish for. Because if you want to take those opportunities away, well, the caller's already saying it, right? They're lower percentage completions. So if you start pulling, you know, a, a few a game off the table, then you're going to make fewer of those plays. And if you're making fewer of those plays, but they're replaced by sustained drives and more run after the catch, okay. But if they're not, then I'm not sure where I am. Then I might be the Chargers 
where I'm just throwing it short all the time, even though my quarterback has an absolute weapon on his right right shoulder. Um, and you know, I don't think you want to end up there either. But exactly I, right. I feel I do feel like something that I, and I was saying it for weeks, and it was more hope than anything else that they're going to rediscover this sort of quick timed precise passing game and that is going to like i'm going to we're going to see it when the playoffs get here and it's going to be you know it's going to be the answer to everything for them and it never came and i'm not saying i want them to turn into like the walsh 49ers and throw swing passes to fullbacks um Mm. on the regular but i think they need something else there besides you know four verticals (laughs) what What you just did to Bill Walsh. (laughs) Like, on the Mount Rushmore of offensive minds, right, Bill Walsh? Yes. (laughs) And I reduced him to throwing throwing passes two yards behind the line of scrimmage to Tom Rathman. That's right. (laughs) Maybe not fair. (laughs) Maybe not fair. (laughs) Could have been a little harsh. That's awesome. (laughs) Niners, uh... Purdy, complete UCL tear. Mm. So, I mean, did you say it too? My buddy and I are watching the game like that's Allen's injury. Yeah. He gets the his arm hit like that. Mm-hmm. That's Allen's injury. And you could tell when, when they showed him on the sideline, they're massaging like his upper arm. Like it wasn't just his wrist or his hand. So you had it. But complete tear. Allen, we think, had a partial tear. So... For Purdy, like the report Tom Pelissero is, maybe he doesn't need Tommy John surgery, but they're hoping to have him back for training camp. And so, by the way, as that ends, who starts for them next year? Competition. <laughs> Lance, will, I think Lance will be on the roster. Yeah, and, me too. Me and too. Purdy will be. They're both cheap rookie yep. contract guys, you know? It'd be nuts to divest yourself of either one of them, I think, right now. Yeah, like that's right. There's no real incentive to do uh, that un- unless you're worried about it being a problem or something, you know. But yep, I, right. I, I, I mean, they, they, they made it through with Garoppolo and Lance, and Garoppolo was like, you know, tearful goodbyes to everybody more than once, even, and he was still there, and they got through it. So I, I would be stunned if they moved either one of Purdy or Lance. Does Garoppolo start somewhere week one? <sighs> Probably because, like, you know. Uh, Either like the big names that might move or seem like they want to move, like somebody's going to miss out on a guy, and Garoppolo will end up being a better idea than, you know, Nick Foles for somebody probably. You know, I tweeted at Joe about the carousel draft. I did see that. I did notice that. Yes. I feel like we have Zach. Joe should be in if he wants. Sal should be in if if he wants. We'll go five wide if we need to. Five wide. Right. Maybe yeah. uh, four rounds is too few. Six is too many. Might have to go. Might have to. Maybe it should be an auction draft. Oh my lord! <laughs> maybe five participants is too many. I'll sit out. I'll sit out. Hmm, that that doesn't seem right. I want to do it though. Like I'm ready. Like where? Who who's right for Garoppolo? The teams. I like to do this thing where, like, if I just did a veteran retread guy, then I can't do that again. The Colts, however, have broken the mold. They've done that, like, three years in a row. Yeah. But, like, they're going to have a rookie. Houston will have a rookie. Right. They'll have a rookie, but will 
I mean, isn't the favorite to land the Houston job the San Francisco defensive coordinator, yes. Ryan's? Yes, yes. Okay. So you there's want to Garopp- put, you want Garoppolo for you. You want Garoppolo to be a groom in court, a grooming yes. quarterback, a yes. mentor type. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, that's the okay. first thing that came to mind is Houston. He'll follow that guy. That guy knows him. He can vouch for him. And you know, you know, you know what's realistic there. We're drafting somebody, but we want to make sure and give him time. And like you know, here you go. That doesn't have to be good just because they know you. No, I know. No, I know. Yeah, he. I mean, if he's a jerk, it could really hurt you. Good point. Ryan's could walk in and go like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I've no, been around him. No way. Don't do that. No. <laughs> Poison. Tampa. How about for Garoppolo? Uh, let's go to Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, guys. Um, what's going on? Oh, just doing a radio show. Right on. Uh, I just wanted to add something to the uh, referee discussion you guys are having. Um, okay. And the uh, intentional grounding in particular. For a lot of years when I watched football, I always kind of believed that intentional grounding was one of those penalties that um, kind of refs used discretion and favored all the good guys and, you know, screwed over the bills and all that. So I spent a lot of time, like, trying to figure out what the rule actually is and really watching it. And since I did that, I've really kind of noticed that it's actually probably the most well-called penalty of any of them, um, which for exactly the reason that Mike talked about. But then everyone I know, even when I tell them that, still felt wrong about the one they called last night because Burrow himself even dirted a few, you know, a couple drives before. And really the difference is that um, when you have an eligible receiver blocking or setting up a screen behind the line, that's when they allow it. Um Ah. Even if it's like a Bobby Hart, you know, extra blocker, eligible receiver, uh, when those guys are blocking, they're behind the line, and that's when you're allowed to kind of do that. But P. Ryan was running the out route. But I just think that um, that's kind of an example of how refereeing last night was kind of the star of the show almost, but they weren't actually wrong or that bad. Uh, and that's kind of usually the case when people freak out about refs too. So I just kind of thought that was interesting. There was an article a few years ago that came out about how the NFL actually really likes that because um, when people are talking about refs, it, I mean, they're talking about your product, and yep. the TV numbers kind of show that people still tune in anyway. So, you know, any any news is good news type of thing. But that's all I have to say, really. Okay, thanks. Yeah, like that's that's been the point I made many times over the years. Uh, you're, st- you're staying in the – football does not have any real competition anymore, but <laughs> – I don't know. It's a it's a form of discussion about your product, so that's right. And we're not we're definitely not going anywhere because of it. That's been proven over and over. <laughs> Just never. I mean, if if you were going to turn football off because of the officiating, it would have happened twenty five years ago. Man, I wa- I wanted to be one of those people mm-hmm. back then, but what. What what I'm I mentioned this earlier. We talked about it for just a minute, but where I'm different now as a fan is I have a very tough time watching like Joseph Asai last night. I have a very tough time with that because what is going through my mind and maybe yours is in this world like he will be remembered for that, and it will be a challenge. It would be a challenge for most people, especially here's a super young guy. To have to cope with sort of that that yep. legacy that it's a lot to carry, yeah. So, I just watching him sobbing on the sideline, like I had, of course it was a mistake, but I have I was not at all thinking about that. 
because anybody can make a mistake. You know, we all do. But this one is so high profile that um, you know how it works. Like, people are just going to be so rough on them, maybe for a long time. So, like, that's that's being a dad and just that's, that's, yep. that's tough for me. It never used to be. I never cared. Like, it's Mike, just sports. I don't know these guys. There there was a, a, a hockey game that my son was playing in as a goalie before things even got real, real serious. Um, but, like, you know, he was tracking, and it was kind of exciting, and some people were starting to pay attention to him. And we played this game against this team. that had, this, The goalie couldn't have been more different than Owen. Like, Owen at the time was already, like, 6'6". Six, six. This is a monster 14-year-old kid, right? Like, oh, my God, freak show. And the kid on the other team looked like he should have been playing, like, with, with 10-year-olds. Like, just this tiny little dude. And the kid battled his butt off in this game. And it was a tie game, 1-1. And, I, of course, I wanted my son to win. I wanted my son's team to win. When our, And ultimately they did. They got a second goal by this little kid, goalie. And I felt terrible for the kid. <laughs> and that's when I knew, like, th- this is just, this is different. I'm in a different place now with all this than I've ever been. Because I, I, I know how it feels when that happens to your own kid. And I feel terrible for this kid. And, like, you know, whatever. It's a 13, 14-year-old kid. I, what? I'll never know him. I'm never going to meet him. Um, but I felt awful. And that has carried on. Um, yeah, the failures that these people endure on the biggest stages really hit 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 me hard now. Now you should probably think about how Bill Walsh's ghost is feeling. <laughs> ah, Because you did that to him. He's got a bunch of trolls. Is it ghost to him? Do we have ghost pronoun questions now? Is the ghost a him? <laughs> Is his ghost definitely a him? <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. The refs, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, all of it, 803-0550. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 